Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 2. Hello, America. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. A very busy news day. The phone number 877-973-7425. Breaking news happening now. Uh, The Israeli Defense Force says it was not aircraft penetrating their northern border. It appears to be drones tripped off sensors. There has been a small incursion in a northern border wall with Lebanon. uh, But so far, it appears that uh, Hezbollah officially... Uh, not engaged. Uh, they may be testing the lines, uh, but there were no aircraft. It was some drones, but uh, the situation is contained. Also breaking news right now, Steve Scalise has been voted on by the Republicans. He will be the next Speaker of the House. Uh, the House is rushing to have a vote this afternoon on the Speaker. As long as the Speaker's chair is vacant, they can pass no appropriations. The Biden administration is asking for an advance of money to go to Israel to help Israel with its Iron Dome defense system. All of this happening right now as I speak. Also, Fox News reporting uh, about the special interest alien apprehensions at the southern border. Uh, 6,386 people from Afghanistan between October 1st, 2021 and uh, October 4th, 2023 have been detained. Uh, 3,153 from Egypt 659 from Iran, 123 from Iraq, 185 from Jordan, 164 from Lebanon, 15,594 from Mauritania, 1,613 from Pakistan, 538 from Syria, 30,830 from Turkey, 13,624 from Uzbekistan, 139 from Yemen. Those are the ones we caught from 2021 to 2023. Those are the ones we caught. God knows how many we did not catch. Uh, The left says all the time it's a conspiracy theory that there may be sleeper cells in this country. I don't think it's a conspiracy theory at all. In fact, Kevin McCarthy himself, the former Speaker of the House, gave a speech yesterday saying that um, he thinks that it is likely we have disruption to this country. Uh, The leader of Hamas from Qatar has released a statement calling on Friday to be a day of violence around the world. I want to talk about that violence. You may know this very famous passage. It is very famous. It is quoted a lot. It's actually from uh, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 13. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. 
Now, this is a passage about faith and coming to faith and the recognition of faith in God, uh, but it is also there are words of wisdom in what's happening around the world right now. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I grew. I gave up my childish ways. Words we are seeing mean things. The left has been using words, colonizers, decolonization. They've engaged in moral relativism. Do you know where the whole idea of colonizing and decolonizing comes from? It's from a man named Franz Fanon. He wrote a book called The Wretched of the Earth, the handbook for the black revolution that is changing the shape of the world. He is held as a hero to left-wing progressive activists. I want to read you, he came up with the term decolonization. I want to read to you what Franz Fanon wrote about decolonization. This is a direct quote from his book. National liberation, national resistance, the restoration of nationhood to the people, commonwealth, whatever may be the heading used on the new formulas introduced, decolonization is always a violent phenomenon. At whatever level we study it, relationships between individuals, new names for sports clubs, the human admixture at cocktail parties, in the police, on the directing boards of national or private banks, decolonization is quite simply the the replacing of a certain species of men by another species of men. Without any period of transition, there is a total, complete, and absolute substitution. It is true that we could equally well stress the rise of a new nation, the setting up of a new state, its diplomatic relations, and its economic and political trends, but we have precisely chosen to speak of that kind of tabula rasa, that blank slate, which characterizes at the onset of all decolonization. Its unusual importance is that it constitutes from the very first day, the minimum demands of the colonized. Decolonization is always a violent phenomenon. We have institutions, academic primarily, institutions in this country that now regularly announce we stand on Taken land. Furman University, a religiously affiliated university in South Carolina, has engaged in this nonsense. Harvard has engaged in this nonsense. Academic institutions around the country apologizing from the land that they took from Native Americans, they call them American Indians. I'm a Native American, and you probably are too. 
you are probably an indigenous person, indigenous to the United States, but they don't mean you when they talk about Native Americans. They don't mean you when they talk about indigenous people. They mean the people who preceded you in history, who oftentimes also conquered the land from someone else. They mean those people. The only indigenous people they choose not to recognize are the Jews of Israel who lived in the land for thousands of years until the Roman Empire empire threw them out and gave it to the people who became known as Palestinians. You would be amazed at the number of people on the left who believe the Jews only have a 100-year-old claim to Israel when, in fact, they have a multi-thousand-year-old claim to Israel. They were the first people to set up a governance system in that land, and it was about 3,000 years ago when they did it, and we have the archaeological proof to show it. But the left gives them no room to be indigenous people because they view them as European transplants, white European transplants. And today, with what's going on with Hamas, they see it as decolonization, and they can cheer it on because the word decolonization means something, a violent phenomenon, according to the man who coined the term. And the left is embracing it. Gretchen Whitmer when she gave her statement over the weekend about the violence in the Middle East, chose not to mention Israel. She chose to both sides it. I'm so sorry about the violence to all the people. Because there's a level of intersectionalism. You see the colonizers are those in authority and the the, the, the colonists or, or the, the people who are oppressed those who wish to decolonize the original native indigenous people, they're the ones with moral authority. In fact, if you follow from Franz Fanon, you get to post-colonial, post-modernist philosophers who argue that those who are being repressed and oppressed, the indigenous people, they have no voice. No matter that they speak up and act out in violence, they're still silent. And the only way to hear them is not for them to engage in violence, though that's acceptable in decolonization. The, the people who colonize them must be silenced. And if it means their extermination, that's okay. I bring this up with that passage of scripture. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. Because what we see in this country among a set of tend to be well-to-do white children on college campuses is they talk about decolonization and they talk about imperialism and they talk about Zionism and they use all the phrases of the white wokes in academia and the academics who cheer it on. And some of them, they have to see the bodies of the decapitated babies. of the charred bodies in the back seats of cars, of the Holocaust survivor pulled out of her wheelchair and shot in the back of the head, live streamed. And they have to decide, are they going to grow up? Or are they going to continue in their childish ways? 
It is actually adult to recognize evil. It is actually adult to be able to recognize that there's a complex world and some things are actually very simple. In a complex world, there are still very simple things. Do you know why, by the way, there are people right now today on the left and the right who believe that the Mossad and the CIA and the FBI and the Israeli government knew that the attack was planned and coming and they wanted it to happen to embolden their positions? There are people today who believe that. Do you know why in their childish thinking that they think that? Because it gives them peace of mind. Yes, there are people today who believe there was a conspiracy between the Mossad and the CIA, the Israeli government, the American government, that they all knew the attack was coming and they chose to do nothing to advance their power. Do you know why it gives them peace of mind? Because it is very unsettling to think that a massive attack like that could happen and no one knew. They sleep better at night with the conspiracy. The idea that monsters could plot in the shadows unknown and undetected until the attack, that would keep them up at night. And so they reason like a child. They think like a child. They speak like a child. They have not become men they have not given up their childish ways. They rationalize in the way a child rationalizes, in the way a child sleeps at night, and it's what a lot of these people on the left have done too. But we see what happens when these children cannot grow up and give up their violent ways. They cannot grow up and give up their violent thoughts, and they cannot grow up and give up their left-wing talking points. We see them in Atlanta, Georgia, attacking police and firefighters and contractors building a police training facility. Their violence extends and magnifies. We see it with Hamas. We see what's happening there, and we see the people on the left willing to turn a blind eye here because they still are engaged as adults, even in their childish ways. They haven't grown up. They cannot recognize good. They cannot recognize evil. They cannot distinguish between the two. They are apologists for evil, which is always obtuse to the people who embrace it. We have this on the right, but it's marching in the streets in the name of the left today. The left's language is coming home to roost. College students have been indoctrinated for decades now on colonization and decolonization and the liberation of people from colonizers. And all the white woke speak that even corporate America has embraced internally. At some point, you cannot be surprised when people act on the rhetoric. At some point, you keep telling people there are colonizers and they've got to be decolonized and decolonization is violent. You can't be surprised when they engage in violence and you can't be surprised that the people who've supported them are totally fine with the violence. Here is the reality. When you become a man and you give up your childish ways, when you become a woman and you give up your childish ways, when you become an adult and you give up your childish ways, here's a reality. Moral relativism is a shield for cowards. There are moral absolutes. Not all cultures are equal. Some cultures are superior. And you as an adult must be able to navigate a world and embrace a superior 
way of life, a superior thought, and a greater moral absolute while still maintaining relations and navigating a world with people who disagree with you. But you have to recognize not all cultures are similar, and we have two cultures that you can choose from right now. The one that defends its people or the one that chops off the heads of innocent babies. Those are really your choices right now. You don't get to find a third way. You can cross your arms and nuance and sit it out and say, not for me, take my football, go home. And you are speaking like a child and thinking like a child and reasoning like a child. And this, we need to be reminded, is an age for grownups. And we need grownups in the room and on the world stage right now. Guys, if you're a small, mid-sized business, you're struggling with HR issues, you have employees not showing up, or you got to do a termination, you need onboarding of employees, maybe there's a sexual harassment complaint, you want an HR manager. You don't want to be the bad guy with your employees. Bambi can play the role of HR for you. $99 a month, available by phone, email, real-time chat. They do onboardings, terminations. They help your team members get to peak performance and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations regardless of which state. They're great. Now, they're U.S.-based. They, you got somebody to talk to who's dedicated to your team. They give you access to HR expertise and they add personal touches. So even though they're outsourced by your company, they really feel like they're a part of your team. That matters. Go to Bambi.com right now. Type in Eric Erickson under podcast. When you sign up, it'll help my show. Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Bambi.com, Eric Erickson in the podcast tab. When we come back, I will take your phone calls. I ran really long in that last segment and don't have enough time here to do justice to your calls. Um, but I, I do want to hear from you. I'm happy to take your calls on this subject, 877-973-7425. Um, there's still a lot going on out there. If you're just tuning in, though, you should know that Steve Scalise uh, received the majority of the votes in the House Republican Conference, and it appears that he will be the GOP speaker nominee. The question now is, if he does not consolidate all those Republican votes on the floor, will the Democrats in the House join to pick the speaker? Will they go along with Steve Scalise uh, if they need the votes? The House of Representatives cannot appropriate any funding to deal with the situation in Israel, including, by the way, we've just sent two aircraft carrier um, to to the coast in the Mediterranean Sea. Um, so will they help? We'll find out. We will find out. Doubt Rashida Tlaib will. Recently, 10 regional banks have had their credit downgraded. They're just going to keep racking up profits. They might get a government bailout. They might be sold to one of the banks that's now too big to fail. Swiss America has been sounding the alarm about this and so much more what's going on in the economy in their uh, report, The Secret War on Cash. With soaring interest rates squeezing the economy, banks tittering on collapse, let Swiss America educate you on the ways to protect your hard-earned assets now. They've got a shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. You can get a free copy of it. All you have to do is call or text 800-289-2646, 800 289 289-2646. The all-out war on cash includes digital forms of currency. It's spreading daily. Governments and corporations together don't want you using cash. They want you to put it all on plastic at a time that people are exceeding credit card debt. It's insane. Read The Secret War on Cash. 
Get it from Swiss America. Just mention Eric Erickson when you call or text 800-289-2646. That's right. You can text my name to 800-289-2646, or you can go to SwissAmerica.com slash Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Message and data rates will apply. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number, should you wish to be with me, 877-973-7425. Just real quick, we've had a very intense day. Let me... Let me tell you what happened to me on Monday. <laughs> so I've never been to an NFL game on Monday. So I, I went to Las Vegas. We were meeting with a bunch of radio people out there. So I took Charlie and Philip with me and my friend Jeff, who's never been to Las Vegas. I took him to shoot machine guns on Sunday uh, with uh, my affiliates guy from my syndicator. Uh, his name's Rob. And then on Monday, we were going to the Raiders-Packers game, which was basically amounted to high school-level football. It was terrible. Um, but it was cool being inside the Roomba that is their stadium, Allegiant Stadium. Well, Rob, uh, my affiliates guy, got me a, a field pass, so I got to stand on the field. I, I was four or five feet away from uh, Garoppolo when he walks off the field. Got a great picture of him. Uh, got to hang out on the field for an hour and a half beforehand. Uh, got to meet the owner of the Raiders and, and some of the Raiders executives. My syndicator handles the radio side of the of the Raiders. Um, it was really cool. I'm a Green Bay owner, so it was neat to be there. Uh, so then Rob and I decided to go up. He was going to take me to the top of the stadium to the press box. Well, we got on the elevator, and we needed to go to the top floor, obviously, because that's where the press box is. And the highest level says level 350 on the elevator. Couldn't couldn't get off at 350. So there's a guy on the elevator who says, I got a badge. I can get you off. So he touches it, and the button for 350 lights up. Well, a lady gets on, and she says, we're about to have to shut the elevators down because the Golden Knights, which is Las Vegas's Stanley Cup winning hockey team, I'm a Golden Knights fan, um, they're getting on the elevator. I wanted to stay on the elevator. They wouldn't let me stay on the elevator, so we have to get off at level 350. So we step off the elevator. The door closes behind us. We go through the door. We are on the roof of the stadium. We are where the electrical conduits and the catwalks are, right under the roof. Like, we are, we are. I mean, you walk out one door and you are literally outside, and the elevator doesn't work anymore. <laughs> We're still, literally, I go to my very first NFL game. I can hear them playing the Star Spangled Banner. Um, they've rolled out the American flag, and I am stuck on the roof, and I can't, I can't see it. I'm afraid I'm going to get shot if I go somewhere. I'm going to fall or something. There are no stairs. There's nothing. I am trapped on the roof of a football stadium with Rob, my affiliates guy, and he's trying to call someone to come get us, and they can't come get us because for security purposes, they shut down all the elevators while the Golden Knights, are. they've got a big torch, like an Olympic torch they light for games. They were doing it. They were using the elevators, and the coaches were en route to the floor, so we couldn't so we had to say, I missed the stars. All the stuff I wanted to see at the beginning – I missed because I'm stuck on the roof of the stadium. And then we finally made it to the press box. It's very cool. That guy, though, my affiliates guy, Rob, he just wanted to, to murder the guy who put us out there. He's like, you work here. How did you not know this was the roof? Um, we made it to the press box. It was an exciting time. 
It was a game. At halftime, I had had enough of humanity, though. The people behind us were extremely intoxicated and could not stop banging me in the back of the head. It was all accidentally, but they were just too drunk to realize what they were doing. And it's like, all right, I've seen enough. I can go watch this at the craps table, and I want a lot of money. So now, your phone calls, 877-973-7425. Eric, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show. Hey, Eric. Hope you're doing there. well. Doing good. What's hey, up? Hey, uh, hope Hope I got enough time to squeeze all this in, but the first thing is I want to make a statement. Um, I think if we have another terror attack, the blood would be on Biden's and uh, Kamala's hands. Okay. Um, second, I got a question for you. Is the Biden administration claims that the biggest threats to the U.S. are, number one, environment, Number two, domestic terrorists. So what are your thoughts on the Biden administration about these people supporting the Hamas terrorists? Are are they considered domestic yeah, terrorists? Yeah, you know, it's this is I'm sure the spin is going to be if we have a terror attack here. In fact, by the way, the, the Biden administration has released a statement this morning saying they are uh, yeah. taking domestic threats seriously to our infrastructure given that Hamas is calling for a global day of violence on Friday. And they would probably say, well, we've been warning about domestic terrorism for a while. Never mind, they've been focused on white nationalists. Oh, we've been been warning about this. I got to say something. I got to turn my camera back on because I want this documented and recorded. Because, Eric, I want to agree with you on something and I want to say this. The perpetrators of the violence we are watching in Israel, that's Hamas. Hamas should be blamed for what they are doing. Hamas should not just be condemned. Hamas should be eradicated. But I don't want you to make any mistake on this, and I want to provide you a level of moral clarity here Those dead in Israel, there is blood on Joe Biden's hands, and you can deny it all you want, and it's the God's honest truth. Joe Biden has turned a blind eye to Iran over the last two years. Joe Biden allowed an infiltration of Iranian spies into his administration. He put in charge of his Iran negotiations a man named Robert Malley, who has a well-documented history of being an anti-Semite and Jew hater. He put him in charge of the negotiations, and it turns out Malley had his security clearance revoked because of what he was doing with Iran behind the scenes. There are still people who are influencers of Iran embedded within this administration, and Joe Biden turned a blind eye for two years and allowed Iran to sell $80 billion worth of oil to China, did not do anything to stop it when they could have in the name of climate change, no less, because he didn't want to up production in the United States. He has blood on his hands for the dead in Israel because he allowed Iran to amass great wealth while saying he wasn't going to do it, allowed embedded Iranian spies in his administration to shape policy and turn a blind eye to everything. And what did Iran do? What every single person on the right said they would do. Fund terrorism. Joe Biden absolutely has blood on his hands. I don't care if that offends you. It is the God's honest truth. 
I'm really more ashamed of the people who refuse to accept it. What did you think was going to happen? We've been telling you for years Iran would do this, and you wanted to be all Pollyanna naive. Oh, no, that would never happen. Surprise! The only people surprised are the people who chose to ignore those of us on the right who have been warning you, you could not trust Iran. Sandy, you're going to be up next on the Eric Erickson Show. Welcome. Hi. Oh, Hi there. Sorry. Hi. I um, had, I'll try to make this really quick. I was just curious what your thoughts on are about Russia during this time that the world is focusing on Israel and the attacks there. You know, does that give them any advantage? Do you think there's any involvement in um, their, you know, with this Israel attack? Um, what are your thoughts? You know, as a matter of fact, Sandy, uh, we know uh, in Iran has, or not Iran, Israel has confirmed, and American intelligence has confirmed that the leaders of Hamas flew from Qatar to Moscow about a month and a half ago. Um, and were there for several days in high level meetings. I would not be surprised that they secured Russia's blessing. While this was going on, Russia tried to do uh, an attack on the lines in Ukraine, hoping we were distracted. It did not go well for them. Listen, y'all, I'm, I probably, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to, I, I don't know. I don't want to just rehash my listen. And a number of people are asking me, can can we get transcripts of your Monday show? It was so good. One, I'm very flattered. People want transcripts of my show, um, but we, I don't have the capacity to generate transcripts, and and at some point may have to, but I don't right now. Let me say this though. We are watching an axis of evil form before our eyes. It is a tripartite group of Iran, Russia, and China. Iran sells oil to China, as does Russia. China gives Iran and Russia money, which they use to buy arms. Additionally, Iran buys components for drones and other armaments from China with the money and then uses those to send to the Russians to supplement Russian military capacity due to the boycotts on Russia and the, the uh, sanctions on Russia. And then also funds Hamas and Hezbollah and provides them weapons. Iran also funds the Yemeni Houthi terrorists against the Saudi Arabians. Russia then sends Wagner troops into West Africa using Chinese money and Iranian weapons to destabilize countries and cause coups so that the United States and Europe must deploy resources there to restabilize the countries. Russia has no vested interest in destabilizing West Africa, except by destabilizing West Africa, it gives rise to Boko Haram, ISIS, and Al-Qaeda, who have all set up shop there, and the Islamic radicals who we have repressed there and we've been annihilating come roaring back. And when they come roaring back in that way, we have to go back in and help those African governments 
re-stabilize, re-legitimize, and then purge again the Islamic radicals. That pulls our resources into West Africa. Likewise, it takes our resources out of Ukraine. It takes our resources out of the South China Sea. Some of those ships that we now have helping uh, the Israelis in the Mediterranean come not from the Atlantic fleet, but from the Pacific fleet where they cannot be there. There is an axis of evil shaping before our eyes. And those of you who are isolationists need to understand that we don't have the capacity to be isolationist right now because of what's happening. But those of you like me who think we need to be on the world stage need to understand we don't have the capacity to do a multi-front war because we're bankrupt. And Obama wound down our military. A lot of this comes back to Barack Obama, who came out of left-wing progressive thought in the 1960s as a decolonizer who hated Israel, who bought into the left-wing gobbledygook over Israel only having a 100-year colonizer history in the Middle East. He surrounded himself with a bunch of uh, anti-Semite, anti-Zionist, anti-Israel people. He decided to play nice with Iran. He emboldened and funded Iran. Now Joe Biden has taken those people and given Iran $80 million in oil sales, among other things. Listen to this from Kevin McCarthy on Fox News. If you look at the foreign currency reserves for Iran, when you were in charge, when Biden first took over, it was $4 billion. It's $70 billion today. Mm. So I didn't just say you freeze that $6 billion. What you really should do is, when Biden took over, Iran was only producing 400,000 barrels a day. Mm. Today, it's $3 million. This is where the real money is at. The sanctions are already there. They will not enforce them like President Trump did. Exactly. Joe Biden has blood on his hands, people. He does. He absolutely does. But all of us need to get out of our childish ways of thinking. We're not a world at peace anymore. We can't sit back and rest on our laurels. We can't sit back and rest on the reputations earned by the dead in this country. This generation of people, these leaders, and the boomers who are in charge need to recognize we are in a dangerous world, and we're either going to lead or the axis of evil is going to lead, and we can lead the free peoples of the world against them, or else they will lead the world against us. We do not have the choice to sit back. We are tired. We're almost out of money. We've got an unfunded military, and we got to make some radical changes here to be able to stand back up and lead the world because the world is going to move forward with or without us. And if it's without us, it's going to be a far more dangerous world. It's going to be far more hostile to our values, and it will be led by the axis of evil, China, Russia, and Iran. So we got to make a choice. Right now, I hope you'll choose to go to EdenPureDeals.com and order the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. It is an air purifier. You can get three of them for less than $200 by going to EdenPureDeals.com. You put in the discount code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, at EdenPureDeals.com. So it's an air purifier, and you get three of them, and they're little. I had mine in Las Vegas. I'm glad I did because someone was smoking something in the room next to me, and the Eden Pure knocked it out. Didn't have to worry about it. I've used it in rental cars. If someone smoked in the car before me, it eliminates those odors. Tobacco or smoke odors, litter box odors, pet odors, cooking odors, musty odors, mildewy odors. It wipes them out. It can do it for you, too, and you get three. So upstairs, downstairs, your basement, your RV, your travel bag. I keep one in my travel bag. EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. My name, go to EdenPureDeals.com. You'll see the discount code box. You put in Eric, you get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms for less than $200.
Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. More breaking news happening right now. Bipartisan legislation is being introduced in the House of Representatives this afternoon once Steve Scalise has been named Speaker of the House to appropriate $2 billion for Israel to help restock Israel's Iron Dome. Uh, Israel's Iron Dome is modeled after a Patriot defense system. It uh, takes on the rockets and the missiles fired by Hamas and Hezbollah. There is growing concern that the Syrians may get involved. However, the Syrians are tied up in a very messy civil war, so probably not. However, all of this is is happening right now. Steve Scalise, the Republican majority leader from Louisiana, he's the member of Congress who was critically injured in the attempted mass assassination of Republicans by James Hodgkins, and he has been named the Republican designate for speaker, though Congressman Thomas Massey has come out and says he won't vote for him on the floor because he doesn't have a plan to stop an omnibus spinning package. Uh, we will see if Democrats come. We'll actually see the Republicans. This could be a messy spectacle this afternoon. However, they are signaling when the issue is resolved, and they do expect it to be resolved today with, with Steve Scalise's speaker, that they will advance a $2 billion package for uh, helping Israel replenish its Iron Dome missile defense battery. The President of the United States has ordered a second aircraft carrier group to Israel and is again right now warning Hezbollah that should they actively engage against Israel, it might, keyword, might draw us into uh, the conflict. There are a lot of people who are very concerned about a possible world war. We've got some phone callers who want to talk about that. I want to take your phone calls. I, I promised you I would, and, and I'm 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 not going through them as quickly as I probably should because um, I was gone yesterday, and, and I'm trying to just voice everything that's swelling in my head on this. But I, I do want to talk to you guys about that issue when we come back, that this, this fear of a world war. Um, the phone number, if you want to chime in, 877-973-7425. As always, you can also text ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. Get my show notes. Get the podcast. Those of you who wanted the transcript, you can at least listen to the Monday show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.